bonga 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 Hi there, you're listening to episode 30 of Pod'em Up. In the book club this month, they're cute, they're quirky, and by all accounts they're pretty tasty, we're talking about bug snacks. Plus, we react to the first major Nintendo Direct in over a year, and unreleased versions of GoldenEye and Dinosaur Planet have been, uh, well, released. Keep it here, on Pod'em Up. Episode 30, no less. The big 3-0 tips. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm no, longer, no longer in our 20s. No, we were, uh, might be uh, thinking about um, settling down with, a, with another, <laughs> another podcast. Uh, maybe oh. make some little podcast babies. Who knows, you know. I'm not even sure how that will work. <laughs> um. Well, my name is Ollie. Um, the other man you just heard there is Tibbs. Yes, I am Tibbs. And uh, we produce a podcast called Pod 'em Up, in case you hadn't realised. And you're listening to it now. Which so. you're listening to now. Um, yeah, I've got bug snacks in the uh, in the box of fun today. Yeah, talking, yeah. Talk, talking about bug snacks. Talking bug snacks. But before we do that, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. And what have you been playing, Tibbs? I've been playing Heavenly Sword. Okay, I know the name. It's. I think it was a launch title for the PS3. It's like a um, sort of a hack and slash um, game. I keep wanting to say the name in like a Yorkshire accent for some reason, or like a, a Newcastle accent, something like that, like Heavenly Third, <laughs> Heavenly Third. I don't know why. It just <laughs> okay. Seems, it, it just sounds natural. Well, I feel don't know why. feel free. I mean, that's that's fine. I got me Heavenly Third. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I can't say much about it really. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's um, it's a bit easy. Um, mm. I've died twice in the game so far, and both times has been at the final boss. So oh right, okay. Uh, well, that's know, quite good. That's, that's well, quite... yeah. It's, it's a bit it's too, not, too too easy. Yeah. I was going to say it's not due to any skill on my part. I have right. to say um, mm. it's just you know. But I played it on normal mode. Maybe if you crank up the difficulty a bit, it's a bit harder. But yeah. yeah. Um, it's entertaining enough. Just your standard sort of hack and slash. You know, 
groups of enemies come at you, you hit them with the, the heavenly sword, and then, you know, they die. Hmm. And rinse and repeat. The guy comes at the end, he sort of merges with a, a raven, um, and then you've got to beat him, but he's quite difficult. Um, it's all right, buy it for fiver. Um, I have also been playing. What have I been playing? What did I play? I played a bit more Dead Rising. Oh yeah, yeah. Is I decided I, I, it didn't really click with me. Okay. I can I can see the appeal of it. I put in a fair few hours into it. Hmm. Um, I think it's just the thing with me. I don't like being forced to repeat bits in games. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you you have to repeat the same bit too many times, it kind of loses its its appeal a little bit. Sure. And one of the mechanics in Dead Rising is when you die, um, you can either go back to a previous save point, um, and there are only a, there are only a few save points around the the stage. You can't save wherever you want. Yeah. Um, so there's a fair chance that you'll lose a big chunk of gameplay um, because you haven't saved in, say, an hour. So you might lose an hour's gameplay if you're not careful. <laughs> or you can start from the beginning of the game again, but you keep all your levels and upgrades and everything that you've unlocked up to that point. And the main progression seems to be that you build up your levels, you, you know, you have to restart the game a few times to really build up your level, you know, before you can get to the, you know, tackle some of the harder bosses and things. Mm. And I'm not really into the constantly restarting, the, not constantly, but regularly restarting the game from scratch, you know, just to, with a, yeah, keeping the level. Because you see the same cutscenes again and the same bosses again and, you know... I can see the appeal. I can see where it's going, and I can see why people like it. But I'm not sure it's a game that I'm going to put too much time into. Um, it'll put it back on the back burner for now. Mm. It also sounds like a bit kind of like lazy game design in a way, doesn't it? Because it's like, I mean, I don't know how big the game is, but it... it's quite big. Okay, fair enough. It's quite big. But... There's, there's there's a lot to do in it. There's a lot to explore, and there's things like that. It is. It's quite cheap in sections, though I will say, because mm. there's a early on in the game you, you have to go. You know, you there's a one of the first. The, I think it might be the first boss character that you face. You cut across this main courtyard that connects the two parts of the mall um, that the whole game takes place in. Uh, when you beat the boss, uh, shortly after that, you come out into that courtyard again, and there's a group of characters who were driving around in this, um, like a jeep killing zombies, but they'll also attack you. Mm. Um, they've just sort of, you know, they're just, just baddies. Um, but they're really overpowered compared to you at that point in the game. And it seems that the only reason they're there is to stop you shortcutting through the courtyard is to force you <laughs> to go through the whole mall to get back to that point. Right. That seems to be what it's for. And it just feels a little bit like, mm, yeah. okay. But yeah, it's not. I can't say it's a bad game. It's just it, it's just not for me. I don't think. But I'm glad I gave it another shot. I'm glad I put a lot more time into it than I did the first time I played it. So I think I've got a better handle on what it's all about and you know what it's trying to do. So okay, um, cool. yeah, but it's just 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 not for me. Right. Um, 
and there's one more game that I've been playing, but I don't know if I want to say too much about it because I might want to cover it in, as a um, pick later on. Okay. Um, it's a game called Poiny's Point on PlayStation Two. Oh, I've never heard of that. Nah, it's 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 odd. I'll I'll leave it in case we we cover yeah. it in a in a in a book club. Yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, what? How how did you get on with? I've forgotten his name now. Um, the SNES one that we were talking about last last time. Um, Front mission. Front mission. Yeah. I, but I it went on a bit of a back burner because um, uh, okay. I spent the time, the majority of the time I spent playing um, Bug Snacks. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. And then when I finished Bug Snacks, I I kind of yeah I put uh, Front Mission on the back burner. So I I will aim to pick that up again. Um soon but i don't i was thinking of picking up bravely default 2 which has just mm. come out on nintendo because that looks like a nice rpg you know um started a bravely default started as a spin-off of final fantasy so it sounds like something that's going to be up my alley so yeah. i might mm. i might be tempted to pick that up and that's gonna you know pu- push front mission to the back mission. to the back yeah oh. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I will definitely return to it because I like robots. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the only thing I've been playing other than Bug Snacks is is a demo. It's just um, it's Balan Wonderworld. I never got round to playing it. Yeah, I mean it's been getting a right kick in from every, everyone, left, right, and centre. And I don't, I really don't know why. I really like it personally. I watched the. Um, there's a YouTube YouTuber, Mad Little Pixel, um, mm. and he was doing a, a stream of it. Um, I think it was the, the the evening it came out or the day after it came out. Yeah. And I watched a bit of that while I was doing other things. And I didn't really understand what was going on. <laughs> it looked like mechanic-wise, it looked quite good. But yeah. there's like dancing NPCs, and every time he went towards them, they sort of just disappeared. Well, it's it's kind of, it's. It, it's a kind of like nights in that it's kind of set in a dream kind of world or yeah. sort of imaginary world. So these characters are kind of there, and I don't, yeah, it is a bit odd how they sort of disappear in and out. There's not really any rhyme or reason for it, to be honest. But it's just one of those. It's quite a sort of weird game in that sense. Yeah. But it's um, if you don't know, but it's it's Yuji Naka and Naoto Oshima who co-created Sonic and Knights their first game working together for about 25 years, I think. So it's kind of a big deal, I guess. But it's it, it looks like Knights. It's even got a character that's very similar to Knights. But the actual gameplay is completely different. It's just a... It's, um, mechanically, it's a standard kind of 3D platformer. But it although it's sort of arranged like a bit like Sonic, so you've got two acts and a boss, and they're sort of fairly linear levels... Um, it's kind of like Mario Odyssey, like a collectathon kind of thing, where you've got to okay. go around finding these um, statues that are hidden in each of the levels, um, and that's the way you sort of progress through the game and indeed through the demo, um, because there's four levels in a demo, but you'll play the first two, and this is the problem because it it doesn't really signpost very clearly that you have to go back and find these statues in order to get two more levels, uh. and that that's kind of the point of it. So I think I, I kind of feel like that must be where people are falling down on it because they they sort of run through and it's a fairly standard simple three D platformer and I, I don't know I guess maybe they think what's the big deal but the, the real joy of it is trying to because you you've got these different costumes throughout the thing so you I think it's about a hundred in the in the game and each one gives you a different ability like um, you know 
uh, hovering higher, further, get a little kind of clock wheel thing that opens doors, punching, that kind of thing. And so you use them to sort of track down these statues. And the more you get, the more you can, more levels you can unlock and that kind of thing. So I, I think it's really nice. I think it's a really sweet little game. You know, it's I could I could pick faults with it if I if I had to, but I think, you know, I, I think it's quite nice. It kind of reminds me of Sonic Team when they don't do Sonic. You know. Yeah, it is the the art style and the, everything like that. It does strike me as very sort of yeah non Sonic Team Sonic. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it looks like Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, but it's got that kind of I don't know. It reminds me of that kind of that atmosphere, that style, that. Yeah, mechanically, it does kind of feel very similar to Billy Hatcher. Okay. Um, visually, it's very nice. You know, the, the kind of the worlds, the way it, it's all kind of it doesn't have to make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like the first level is kind of it's kind of it's like a farm, but it's all stuff that's floating in the air. You've got these giant fields, giant sweet corn, and stuff like that. Um, and then later on, you've got a level that's kind of like a, a library mixed with like a clockwork kind of setting. And there's some really nice levels, looking levels in the um, in the trailer. So I, I don't really get what people's beef with is, to be honest. And the the, the, the sort of the outpouring of, of rage against it just seems to be a bit unfounded. I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't want to get anyone's backs up. But I mean, I think there are certain corners of the internet where it's just, I don't know, I think people are really... Being negative about games is kind of currency to them. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. And it's yeah. like, I think it's snowballed a bit. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, even like um, Heavenly Sword, mm. I was looking at that because, uh, I, like I say, the the final boss is you know a massive difficulty spike compared to the rest of the game. Yeah. So I just did a quick Google to see what other people were thinking. And there were threads, you know, talking about it, and people were like, oh, I can't believe you played that rubbish. Oh, I can't. That game was dreadful. Oh, I rented it and took it straight back. Oh. And yeah. it's like, it's not that bad. No. Do you know what I mean? You, the, the, to read people describing it, you'd think it's the worst game ever made, and it's really not. Well, that's the thing. On this podcast, we're, we're generally quite positive, I think. We, we try we, to be, I we, think. We yeah. look at games fairly. I mean, we'll, we won't be afraid to pick faults with them. But even, you know, games that... I mean, there's been a couple of games that I don't like as much as you do, but but mm. even then, we kind of, you know, try and look at it fairly and don't just say, you know, it's a, it's a piece of crap or whatever. You know, yeah. it's just... It, and I don't... It, yeah, it is a big thing these days to just mock games that yeah. that aren't. It, it always seems like games are either amazing or terrible, and there's nothing it, in between. You know, exactly. I, I just can't stand that kind of view. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, and I think I think it is. I think you miss out on so much if you've got yeah, that kind yeah. of view as well. Yeah. You know, it's okay for a game to just be good. It's yeah, okay for exactly. a game to ju- to just be fun. Hmm. You know. It, it, Sometimes the mechanics don't really work properly, and you know, but you can still have fun with it, you Absolutely. know. And I, I think, yeah, people are too quick to sort of jump on the, the, the hate train, I think. But, um, definitely, yeah. I mean, I would say that I, I tried the Switch version, the PS4 version on my PS4 Slim, and the PC one. The Switch, uh, they, they do need to improve, I think, because it, it yeah, the, I've the, heard that the frame rate's very poor, the resolution seems to be pretty poor. PS4 on the slim is is better, smoother, but still a bit jaggedy and a bit kind of not quite right. So I'm going to go for the PC version when I 
because I am going to buy it definitely. Um, but but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, people are saying the camera is bad. There's nothing wrong with the camera; it's perfectly fine. I know, I nothing know. wrong I... at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that's there's that really. That's all I've been really been playing other than bug snacks because it's um I've been quite busy and it's you know it's been a fairly long longish game. So you know. yeah, I mean, I I I finished it a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, I played through it fairly quickly, I think. Um, but it's, there's a lot to do in it. There's, there's, yeah. you know, it's yeah, it, it's well, we'll discuss it when we get <laughs> to it, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. News. So before we do that, is there any news to cover? Oh, is there ever news? <laughs> oh, Goldeneye. Yes, this was. Uh, the the 360 version. Yeah, you talking about yes, yes, That's I did what hear I'm about this. About. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's leaked. It's, it's out leaked. There. Is it out it's now? I, oh, I'd heard like about it. Oh, right. Okay, I'd heard about. I'm trying to think now. I'd heard that someone discovered it. It's just a, a, a like a an HD. What's the, is it a remaster? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's a remaster, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really nice remaster as mm. well. Um, okay. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I think it's been knocking about... It's been known that there's a copy out there for a while mm. because it was available on the Xbox... Is it Dev, DevNet? Whatever they used to call it, where mm. um, if you had a development kit, it just hooked up to um, like an alternate Xbox Live and it was yeah. just full of like demos and full versions of games and things that people were working on. So, you know, um, press and other developers could all you know have a go at whatever was being cooked up in no, the that sounds brilliant doesn't it if you could get act if you get access exactly that, like a treasure trove isn't it yeah. yeah but apparently what was happening um like uh, i can't remember where i heard this i think it might be modern vintage game another good youtube channel i keep dropping name dropping youtube channels but they're mm. good guys you should check them out perhaps we should have a segment like tibbs's youtube recommendations every, yeah, every we month. yeah we should yeah we should because <laughs> there's some there's some good channels out there yeah. um but he was saying that it got um if people, there was a, a huge demand for dev kit Xboxes, so people could get access to um, you know the developer network and, mm. and sample these games, mm. to the point where people were even going into landfills and tips <laughs> to pull out old motherboards and sort of hack together a you know a dev kit, wow. you know, to try mm. and access these things, and. That's where they. Th- that's where this leak came from. Apparently, it was a version that was on the development now. It was only on for like a day, I think. Yeah. But someone managed to nab it, and ah. you know, all these years later, it's finally come out in a, a playable form for the rest so of us. So, what can you play it on? How does it? How do you play it? Uh, you can play it if you've got a hacked uh, or glitched Xbox. Mm. So you need to have the a reset glitch hack on your Xbox, so you can play unsigned code. Um, it also runs on the PC on an emulator. Okay. Yeah, there's um, a 360 it, emulator, isn't there? Yeah, yeah there is. Xenia, is Z- I think like it's that, called. Yeah. Mm. Um, apparently it runs fine in Xenia. So, oh, I'll give that a go, um, yeah. It's worth giving it a go. Mm. It's got the... Um, if you ever played the Halo uh, or Halo 2 remasters, mm. um, it's got that thing where you can press a button and toggle between oh, the new brilliant. graphics and the old graphics. That sounds amazing. So, it's really good. So why didn't they... I'm guessing licensing is the answer. Why didn't they licensing. release this? Yeah. Yes, yeah, like there's so many things involved in it. Like for the, it's I've heard it's Goldeneye is a tricky one because you've got you've got Rare, you've got um, the people who own 
double was seven. Say you like MGM. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a big it's a big mess, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then it's all the likenesses for the actors yeah, in the films. That's true, and yeah. There's so much in, involved in it. It's just I don't think it's ever going to get. You know, <laughs> it would it would have never seen the light of day if it weren't for being released. No. Yeah, um, well, it's amazing that they even started on it in the first place. Anyway, really, isn't it? Because obviously, yeah. they must—they thought that they could get it when they started it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, they, they, yeah, they must have thought it was a possibility because it's a really polished. Um, yeah, it's a really polished product. It's hmm. not. So it's fully complete. It's not like a. a I haven't played it to completion, but I, I think it's technically beta. But I think hmm. it, it, it's, it's, fun, yeah, it's it's fully very very complete as far as oh, I know. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had the uh, I had the original with my N sixty four. It was um, I, I loved it. It's brilliant, brilliant game. Yeah, um, when you first boot the game, it comes up um, where the, the Nintendo screen would have been. Mm. Um, there's just a little message from one of the developers that says, um, "Do you really expect me to uh, remove this Nintendo screen? No, Mister Bond. I expect you to die." <laughs> Which I thought was quite <laughs> quite good. Um, but yeah, did you see the other big rare leak? Oh yeah, Dinosaur Planet. Dinosaur Planet. Yeah, I love I love Star Fox Adventures. Um, mm. I still haven't completed it. I bought it, I think, about five years ago, and I've I haven't played. I must admit, I haven't played it in in at least a year. But I was working through it very very slowly, playing it like once a month or something for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great little sort of quite Zelda-ish kind of um, game. If you can get over the fact that you're not flying around as as fox, you know. It's, it's yeah, good. I think. I think that that's the source of a lot of people's disappointment with yeah. it because when you you attach the name Star Fox to it, and there's an expectation of what the game's going to be, and yeah. it wasn't that at all. No, but if you can get past that and accept it as a kind of a Zelda-like adventure, it's it's really really good. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was originally going to, before they attached Star Fox to it. It was originally going to be just a, a separate kind of its own IP, wasn't it, on the N64? Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't played much of it. I've got to say. Um, no, I haven't. And it doesn't run. It runs on emulators, yeah. but there's a few graphical glitches and things like that. Mm. And I tried it on my laptop, which isn't, you know, because I don't have a gaming PC. I just got the laptop, and it's mm. not really built for playing games on. So I don't know how much of the trouble I had was just down to inadequate hardware. Um, but apparently, the the best way to play it is on an actual N64 using a flash cart or something. Mm. Um, and in which case. Apparently, it just runs, you know, perfect. It's, it's, it's. Mm, again, as far as I know, it's complete. Is it? Oh, well, I thought it was just a, you know, an early version. So it's a complete game that they then. As far as as far as I know, uh, don't quote me on it, yeah. but as far as I know, it, it's it's yeah, very highly complete. It's almost a, a finished product. Oh, right, I didn't know. I had no idea they went. They got that far with it. I thought they were they started it to some extent, and then Nintendo asked them to put Star Fox in. <laughs> I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check on this. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, through the course of the show, I'm gonna see if I can find out, just so we don't give anyone the wrong information, because that's not what we're about at all. No, of course not. Because um, obviously they moved it from the N64 to the GameCube. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was a GameCube launch title, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I think Very it was early actually. One, anyway. Very it's early on, on the box on my GameCube box, so that suggests it was in the original Dinosaur lineup. Planet. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll look into this, and we'll do a we'll do a a, a, a follow up later on. Mm. But yeah, so it's it's good because I, I love to see you know th- 
it's a shame to know that these things are just locked away on a machine somewhere never to be played. Yeah, you know? you, I mean, it's great that all these things have been discovered. We were talking about the Sonic 1 prototype last month. Exactly, we? yeah, yeah. It's amazing that these things get discovered, and then you think how many more things out there that, that haven't been and probably never will be unearthed, you know, just complete games that are just there but were never released for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, and it's... Uh, there's so many... I'm struggling to think of an example now, but I know I've heard, of, you know, of like um, uh, Superman 64 is another one. I mean, it's not mm. a particularly well-regarded game, no. but fairly recently, um, somewhat the complete PlayStation. That's right, was I heard that, yeah. You mm. know, so there are there's so many things out there that are just complete and sat on there. Lots of Dreamcast ones have been because obviously towards the end of the Dreamcast life. You know, people were sort of abandoning it, and they they'd already built like almost complete games and versions of yeah. other games for it that um, they they unearth on quite a regular basis, actually. Well, I think I think it's a tragedy for the Dreamcast, uh, the the game Propeller Arena. Mm. Um, such a good game; it's so much fun. Yeah, I played it's it a little really, bit. Yeah, yeah, it's so addictive. It's a really good game, and it, it you know just never released. Yeah, just it was know, partly a. a coincidental 9-11 thing wasn't it it was yeah and then it just kind of faded away after that I think didn't it yeah I think you know the Dreamcast didn't survive much past that you know had the Dreamcast had a different you know took a different course in history then it might have just been delayed and come out later but Mm. um, yeah but you know I just wonder what what other games are out there waiting to be you know released there was um, one there was like a Sonic skateboarding game that was found on an an old Xbox dev kit as well yeah yeah it was like a Tony Hawk style thing just with Sonic yeah Sorry, I love this stuff. Just all the, even if they didn't turn into like mm. full games, it's just uh, get a little insight into what people have been working on. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's lovely, fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Did you did you catch the Nintendo Direct? No, I didn't. No, you didn't miss much. To be honest, I I was very disappointed by, it. <laughs> given that we haven't had a proper one for like over a year because of the COVID stuff and everything. I was, even though that obviously the COVID thing set them back on their development stuff, I was expecting to see a lot more, especially from Nintendo themselves. Yeah. Because I, th- I think I lost a little bit of interest when they said it was going to be focused mainly on Smash. Um, uh, did they say that? Because it was, it wasn't, the, they had a Smash thing at the beginning, but that was it. That was only like five minutes. I was only like five minutes. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I remember seeing someone who's going to be a, a big focus on, on Smash Brothers, and I was like. Yeah, okay. I know. That was there's a new character I think from Xenoblade. Xenoblade, yeah, yeah. Um, which everyone's offended by now apparently. What the Xenoblade game? Chronicles, um, no, the characters oh, because right. they're they're over they're overtly sexualized or something. They are a bit, but then that's but, that, I mean, that's they, kind of what Japan does. That's to be fair, isn't it? a yeah. lot of the time. But you know, that's, that's just the way it is. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've got um, Skyward Sword, which to be fair is, oh, yeah. is my least favourite of the Zeldas I've played. It's all right, but it's not, it's not, it's not great. Um, and Splatoon three. Yeah, in twenty twenty two. Yeah, exactly. It's not coming out this year. I was, I wanted to see at least something from the Breath of the Wild sequel, um, Metroid Prime Four, something like that. Something they haven't even teased at all yet. I mean. It's, I, I... I did see the video clip of the the um the guy from the Legend of Zelda yeah. coming on screen saying, yeah. "We know you're all excited about Legend of Zelda. Well, we got nothing to say." <laughs> 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 
Christmas. Oh, okay. I mean, I, to be fair, I'd rather they do that than just like pretend it, pretend they hadn't mentioned it already. You know, yeah. just, like, Leave it at least. At least they acknowledge that we. <laughs> that's what we really want to see. But yeah, instead have this other game that we made ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty quid. Yeah, for sixty quid. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, I'm getting more and more frustrated with Nintendo because they seem to be very lazy these days, in my opinion. I'm going to go back to the Wii U thing, but the Wii U, because it had so little third-party developer support, they had to be on their A game and, and keep coming out with games. And I feel like, because the Switch is so well-supported and so popular, I feel like they're just they're not even really bothering that much. Do you... Would you agree, or would you... In terms of first-party titles, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been a little bit lacklustre. I think I, a lot of it's been Wii U ports. It, it's been yeah. to fairly obvious say. sequels to recent things. There's not, there's not been anything that new and that exciting for me, anyway, personally. You know, I kind of get the porting of the Wii U games because yeah. I doubt they recoup their development costs on a lot of those just because of the you know how few people had a Wii U so I can understand them thinking right let's capitalize on this and yeah. you know we, we can we can get the money back on these these games that we developed um, but I mean it has been a while since this is my point yeah Mario Odyssey for instance yeah and that for me is the only significant new Nintendo game that I've really enjoyed, not counting Breath of the Wild because that was on the Wii U as well um, everything else, there's, yeah there's been good stuff there's been you know some, some nice things here and there but nothing, if it went for Mario Odyssey I may not even have a Switch to be honest because it, I just wouldn't have seen much of a reason for it, especially with my eyes and I can't use it portably anyway there's not much of a draw for me personally so I'm just still waiting for just these these big, nice, awesome Nintendo games. I know they're coming. They've teased the, the couple that I've just mentioned that I'm really excited about. But I'm just getting a bit impatient, to be honest. I'm excited about Splatoon 3. Yeah, sure. Um, but I really hope that they do some anti-cheat. Yeah, you protection. said before that the two is completely broken. It, it completely it? broke two yeah. for me, and I, ju I just stopped playing it in the end because it's just, you know, mm. I don't mind losing if it's a fair fight. Of course, well, yeah, but you I'm, know, I, yeah, because it's it's Splatoon. You can't really, you know, it's it's a daft, fun game. Sure, you know, but then when you've got people literally teleporting across the map from one end to the other and mm. back again and things like that, you just think, well, there's no point playing. How are they actually doing it? Because I, um, I don't really get how they're able to. They just got hacked um, Nintendo Switches. Right, so they can... Once you've got, they... you got, you got the hack... Uh, as I understand it, once you, if you've hacked your Nintendo Switch and you're able to access the files of the game, mm. you can modify the save files and the config files of the game so you can, right. you can set the character's movement speed to like three times what it should be mm. or you can set the... Um, the weapon fire rate and the reload rate and all that kind of stuff you can you can basically yeah break the the balance into the game completely yeah. but what's the point what does, what does that get you it doesn't get you fun does it because it's just it's just I too easy I mean, I mean what's the, what would you get out of it? i don't get it it's weird that's a question i've had going back to like way back when i used to play unreal tournament online and mm. i first first found out about aimbots and people using aimbots in games um I don't get it. I don't get it. like if you're playing Unreal Tournament, 
you know, just like a, an arena shooter, I think they'd call it these days. Sorry, old man. <laughs> um, if you just click a button, then it gets a headshot every time. What's that? Yeah. Is that fun? Is that, yeah. How many times can you press that button and it still be fun? Yeah. It's yeah. Just, I, it's I weird, don't. Isn't it? I don't get it. I don't. Mm. I don't understand it. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, switches now are, as far as I'm aware currently unhackable um it's only the old the ones, new ones though. that they 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 knew, came out of new ones you know a year or so ago didn't they and yeah it, yeah okay yeah. yeah which i think is a double-edged sword on the one hand it will make it harder for people to cheat but on the other hand you know i'm i'm all in favor of um being able to run homebrew and unsigned code yeah. on get on consoles because i think it's just it is such a huge outlet for creativity and for the homebrew scene to come out with some amazing things mm. so you know yes. um but yeah so uh, but the first splatoon and splatoon 2 apparently at launch didn't have any anti-cheat capability at all mm. didn't even like check you know because you could check the the hashes of the main config files to see if they've been modified or anything like yeah. that yeah nothing of the sort there's literally nothing right so they weren't so, prepared for that so hopefully they, they'll, they'll they'll be aware of all this going on and i really hope you so, would think yeah. so wouldn't you yeah i was a bit underwhelmed by the by the trailer though it was mm. like four minutes long three minutes well two minutes of it was you know um a character customization and the rest was someone sat on a train. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes, you know, you, that's right. Yes, it was. If you're new to Splatoon, like, you say you've got someone who's really into it, like, oh, you've got to play Splatoon, you've got to play Splatoon. Mm. And then, you know, you've never played it, and you, you see the trailer on YouTube, you think, oh, that's that game they're always on yeah. about. I'll have a watch of this. You'd be yeah. like... What? what? <laughs> Have I missed uh, something? Yeah. Hmm. Train and dress-up simulator. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad it's getting a sequel. I'm, yeah. I'd be surprised if it didn't. But. Yes, I'm glad that it's, it's still carrying on as a as a standard IP for them at the moment. Yeah. There's some more Pokemon games coming out. There are, yeah. I yeah, yeah. I, I did catch a little bit of that. It's uh, there's a there's a new. It's like a an open world kind of one, isn't it? Yeah, there's mm. a new open world kind of one, and then there's a, a remake of. Is it Gold and Silver? Diamond no, I Pearl? thought it was Gold and Silver. I think they've jumped to diamond and pearl which is fourth pearl. generation is it i think so yeah, yeah i'll go for with some that, yeah. yeah i think they've done a let's go style game but for diamond and pearl which seems a bit weird you'd do gold and silver next wouldn't you but yeah i just thought so yeah, yeah. but okay whatever uh yeah all, that's all all good um i might be more into the open world one to be honest because i kind of gave up with um what's it called sword sword, sword and shield just because it was just the same thing, basically. I know. It, I know. I love. I love Pokemon. I've. 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 I've yeah. You know, said before. I. I really enjoy the Pokemon series, but it's just the same thing. It's just a run through of different gyms, fighting different people, and then being the best there ever was, or whatever the lyric is. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, it's. I, I was bored. I got bored of it because it's. I, I wanted yeah. something that's you know maybe has a story to it that happens to involve Pokemon rather than being about just beating everyone you know so maybe yeah. that's what this will be i don't know i mean I'm, I'm not a game developer but i can't imagine it would be that difficult to sort of mix up the pokemon formula a bit just make it a bit you know just change the formula so it's not it's not just a reskin of the previous games yes yeah. but still keep that core 
battle mechanics and the the catch. Yeah, the things. A, yeah, the actual battle mechanics and stuff is, is still really fun. It's yeah, just... you know, I don't think it doesn't seem like it would be that difficult to just expand it a mm. bit rather than just retreading the the the, the same stuff. Yeah, but... I mean, well, the the hope for, I'll keep an eye on the the open world one because that sounds like it might might do it. I don't know. I'm slightly aware that. <laughs> We started the show saying how positive we I were. I know, we've just, been, the... we've just been really negative on everything the last like, 20, 30 minutes, haven't we? You know, part one of the show is like, oh, we, all those people are always negative for no reason. And then the, the next part of the show is, oh, Nintendo sucker. We are very down on Nintendo in the last few months, aren't we? Like, almost every month we say something something horrible about them, don't we? Just because we love them. Yeah, we do. We, we love them. We want them to do good things and stop pissing people off basically yeah um but uh yeah they need to <laughs> a new mario game would be nice sure yeah a um, new mario game something you know. well they did give us um an old mario game but with a new thing in it didn't mean which i haven't played yet um the 3d world is it yeah with Bowser's oh, fury yeah i haven't i've I played three that's a <laughs> That's a Wii port. In it's the, a Wii yeah. U port, yeah. Wii and U I, I loved, played, I loved it. It's great. But I, I played it on the Wii U. I've not, I've not played the new one. I, I don't know much about the Bowser's Fury. No, aspect. it looks very different. It looks like there might have be some reasonable substance to it. I don't know how long it is. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm, I'm quite ready to drop fifty quid on a, on well, a, well, no, exactly. a game I've already played on the Wii U. Though, yeah, the and thing. then have a bit of a another one. You know, it yeah. can't can't really be a full game in itself. I, I wouldn't have thought. No, I thought no, I mm. wouldn't have thought so. No. Anyway, that's that. Um... <laughs> Come on, there's got to be something positive in the news. Come on. <laughs> what was the other thing? I think there was another thing that I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it was now. I'm just going to go to a game site and I'm going to find just a find good... the, find the first positive piece of news you can, and we'll discuss it. Okay, here we go. Positive news. How one of the worst video game movies of all time got made? No. <laughs> That's no. a good start. <laughs> Stadia Blue Millions on Red Dead Redemption 2 and other ports? No. Uh, um, Pikachu gets more powerful the more it sleeps. Oh, there you go. There you That's go. Quite, that's quite um, positive. Yeah. Positive note to end on. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Should we crack on? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. Bug Snacks is the name. Talk about Bug Snacks. Talk about Bug Snacks. We're going to do that after this break. Is this the break? This is the break, yeah. Okay. You're ruining it. Stop stop talking.
Game Book Club. Welcome back. This month we're talking about Bug Snacks, which is a game developed and published by Young Horses, which are the makers of Octodad. Nobody suspects a thing. No. Is that an Octodad? I haven't actually played Octodad. Is that a... Oh, sorry. Octodad. <laughs> Nobody I... suspects a thing. I've seen it be played. I um. When it came out in the office, one of the guys played it, and it looked quite funny. But I never actually got around to it myself. Oh uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's just a, a great, great little theme tune to the go with the the thing. Just like this game has a great. Yes, theme it does. I, I was I, I was just listening to that just just um while I was waiting for you to log on earlier, and it's a lovely little theme, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So tell us about books. Thanks. Yeah, well, it came out in uh, November 2020, so it's a pretty recent one uh, for PS4, PS5, and Windows and OS X via the Epic Game Store. So it's a first-person game that kind of blends various genres and ideas. It's not; it doesn't really fit into a, a category. So it's kind of an RPG, kind of a. a thing, I don't know. Could you could you put it in a box? Do you think? <sighs> I don't know. It's kind of. It's got. It's a mix of everything. Isn't yeah, there? it's kind the, of a the, puzzle the game. Sort of, it's... Yeah, the sort of first-person puzzle-solving shooty. Um, not Metroidvania, but you know, back backtracking to little bit like that. Areas, it's a bit Pokemon-y, you know? so definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, de- yeah, there's definitely, yeah, definitely a, a, po- a Pokemon slant to it. Yeah. yeah. So it stars, uh, other than the bug stacks themselves, which we'll get to in a second, stars these fuzzy characters called uh, Grumpuses, and yeah, the, the the sort of the wild half bug, half snack creatures that inhabit. Um, What's it called? Snacktooth Island. Snacktooth Island. Yeah, so players control a nameless newspaper journalist who uh, travels to Snacktooth Island on the request of explorer Elizabeth Megafin, who is already... Megafig. Megafig. Mm. Is it Megafig or Megafin? Megafig. I thought it was Megafin. Where no. Where got Megafin from? Megafig. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Sorry about that. She's already brought with her uh, like an assortment of uh, fellow Grumpuses to learn more about the, the local wildlife, the bug snacks. When the Grumpuses eat the creatures, selected parts of their body actually turn into what they've eaten. So when the player arrives on the island, he finds that Elizabeth has uh, gone missing and all the other Grumpuses have scattered across the island for their own reasons, leaving, leaving uh, Elizabeth's assistant Philbo Fiddlepie as mayor and sole inhabitant of Snacksburg, which is their settlement. Uh, Philbo asks that you help him round up all the other Grumpuses to restore the town and find out what happened to Lisbeth. Each Grumpus has their own individual issues and good and bad relationships with the others, and each has a series of objectives for you to complete that usually involve locating, capturing, and then feeding them specific bug snacks using various traps and gadgets that are unlocked throughout the course of the game. So there you go, that's a little rundown. I thought I thought it needed a fairly lengthy one because it's it's quite a you know a, a difficult game to, game to sum up. Yeah. It is. It surprised me. It's really not the game I was expecting it to be. I have to say. <laughs> so, what were you? Well, yeah, I'm, what were you expecting? I thought it would be fluffy, fun, mm. platformy, jumpy. You know, collecting type thing. Yeah, it kind um, of is. It kind of for is. a lot of the time. It feels very dark. There <laughs> is definitely a dark. We will we'll touch on the end yeah. without spoiling it, but it's definitely without, without, no, turns, be, isn't it? Before 
yeah, before even talking about the the ending or anything, I mean, the first two characters that you managed to entice back to um, Snacksburg, mm. like the first conversation they have, they end up arguing around a campfire, and one of them literally says to the other one, this is exactly why your wife left you. I know. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. hang on a minute. Whoa. Uh, what's going on here? That's a bit heavy. Yeah. And it carries on like that. There's, 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 there's characters having sort of deep existential crises mm. and the pits of depression. Complicated and... relationships with the others. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I really didn't expect all that, no. to be honest. Yeah, I know what um, you mean. It is, yeah, it's it, it's a difficult one to make make out. Because I, could just, I could just imagine a kid picking up to play yeah. with all the bright characters and stuff and then just being hit with all this sort of <laughs> these, body horror. These and... big emotional <laughs> problems, yeah. Yeah, because it really juxtaposes the whole visual style of it is very fluffy mm. and cuddly all these lovely little cute bug snacks that are basically i mean strabby was would be the 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 iconic one he's like the pikachu yeah. of the bug snacks isn't he he's a stra- an upside down yeah. strawberry with eyes scuttles around looks very very cute um and they all even bunga, 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 bunga. oh the bung the bunga 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 yeah if you haven't played this you have no idea what we're talking about Bunga's a little burger, isn't he? A little, yeah. little lovely little burger fella that um, comes up. Uh, they're basically snacks or fruits or any sort of food mixed with any sort of bug or insect to create these lovely little sort of Pokemon-style characters. They've got these kind of googly eyes that are a bit like, you know, soft toys eyes, you know. Did you feel bad feeding the bug snacks to people? Um, did you, did you sort feel of. you conscious? Sort of, conscience. yeah, because they kind of make a little sound that's kind of cut off halfway by the <laughs> eating yeah. sound. I mean, that, yeah. It's like Pokemon and, you know, Professor Oak giving you a, a squirtle mm. and you just, you know, sticking it in your belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just biting his head off, really, you know. Yeah, yeah, it just... <laughs> yeah, it is a bit like that, yeah. But then if you think about it, Pokemon's quite mean as well because you're just trapping these creatures, these wild creatures in little balls and forcing them to fight. I mean, it's... It's no, it's no better, really, is it? Well, I suppose, but you're not eating them. You're are not you? eating them, no. I don't remember a Pokemon game eating any of the Pokemon, no. But anyway, that's what you do in Bug Snacks. Um, yeah, you feed them, and they then you can choose which part of their body becomes the snack. So they can give them a strawberry hand, a foot, a nose, that kind of thing. There's you. Sometimes there's a point to it, but quite often it does seem a bit, you know. <laughs> there's not a lot of point to it sometimes is there? <laughs> I was going to say that would be one thing I I, th- I really I kind of wanted there to be more yeah, to me do too. with that kind of yeah. thing because the, the, you know there's one of the missions where uh, one of the grumpuses doesn't want to go across a hot yeah. desert so, so you give him frozen, lolly sticks for legs yeah, yeah. yeah frozen things for legs and that I, I want to see more of that yeah there's, yeah, there's a few like that seen, but yeah, there's a few bits of it, but a lot of the time, you know, you can give them like a pizza for a nose or something, but it doesn't really do anything. No, and they end up looking quite weird sometimes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, I mean, not everything has to have a point. You can just have it, you know, making a bunch of silly looking grumpuses, but mm. I, I, it's a really neat mechanic, and I would have loved to have seen some more sort of puzzle elements to do with that, that kind of thing. Yeah, there is kind of a, story-wise, there is kind of a point to it by the end. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah I see what you mean. They could have done a little bit more to flesh that out, I suppose. Should we go through some of the characters, like the, the, the Grumpuses? Because, yeah. I, in my opinion, these are the stars of the show. I mean, the, catching oh, the definitely. snacks is one thing, but... 
but actually you, you know you said it's quite shocking to see some of these the emotions and stuff from coming from these characters but it is a, a key part of the game and it is what drew me in actually and kept me playing mm. and like seeing how they kind of resolve their issues and stuff yeah and they're definitely. all brilliantly voice acted brilliantly well scripted did, did, yeah. did you agree yeah, absolutely, mm. and just well-written characters. Like, yeah. you know, they re- really—they got far more depth than than they have any right to have. Yeah, being fuzzy than you would think with, to look at them. You know. Yeah, <laughs> far more depth than any sort of a lot of serious games like yeah. with humans in them. You know, it's, yeah, definitely. It's, it's it's very impressive. So you got Philbo Fiddlepie, um, very very optimistic guy he just wants to bring everyone together and everyone to be happy but he's kind of a bit clumsy a bit useless not a great leader couldn't keep everyone together so they all kind of disbanded and left snacksburg and he just wants you to go and retrieve them basically yeah uh there's wambus Troubleham. these are great names aren't they just they absolutely fantastic names <laughs> <laughs> i love them i love them um so he's kind of a stern sort of southern american style kind of farmer isn't he yeah. Um, and he believes you should just grow and eat bug snacks and, you know, that's it. But he, he misses his wife, Triffany, who's gone elsewhere on the island. And he's got um, a cactus of, <laughs> of her that he talks to at night. Uh, you've got Befika Winklesnoot, um, who's sort of, um, how would you describe it? Like a, a like town gossip, you know. Yeah, of, um... kind of a, 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 not a girly girl, a kind of. A OMG kind of girl, you know, she speaks in, yeah. in you know, that internet speak. And, yeah, she likes digging dirt on, on all the, the other Grumpuses. She's just, she's quite a nosy person. I think she was a, like a journalist herself or something, wasn't she? Or something like that. I think so, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, because yeah. she's, she's got a camera. She's going around taking pictures of people, yeah. finding out their secrets. That's and... right. She just loves to, to know things about people. Yeah. Um, Gramble Giggle Funny. He, he likes to raise the bug snacks. He doesn't believe you should eat them. So he's very sort of sensitive kind of guy. And obviously this leads to a lot of tension with Wambus in particular. So there's that kind of thing to resolve. There's Wiggle Wiggle Bottom, which is like a celebrity singer and kind of a diva. That's the only character I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't warm to her that much. I no. mean I, I kind of get it as a as an interesting character, like a, as a kind of a gimmick kind of character, but yeah. She's she's trying to escape her previous one hit wonder, do the wiggle. The by uh, coming up with something you know uh, more interesting um triffany lotterblog is like an archaeologist who's uh wambus's wife uh you got cromdo face who's like a, an unscrupulous businessman who uh just tries to you know scam people <laughs> that kind of thing uh chanlo funk bun who's kind of like a chilled out kind of bodybuilder kind of guy should i go through all of them i mean because they're yeah, might as well. yeah I, mean, it's, I don't think it's spoilers all... i think it's just that you know these are because as i say these are the stars of the show so i kind of want to say yeah put they're, a spotlight they're all, they're on all relevant there's no they are yeah 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 uh you've got snorpy fizzlebean um who's an intelligent uh kind of grumpus but he he trusts very few people and believes that the grumpinati are uh are after him basically. Yeah, a bit of a tinfoil hat. Yeah, kind of one. But uh, and he's in love with Chanlo, which is we've got a couple of comments on it that the 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 sort of positive kind of reflection of um, homosexual relationships in this is quite has struck a chord with people, isn't it? Yeah, I'm mm. really so. It's yeah. it's re- it's really nice. It's just really good. Yeah, because I um, mean, we're going to have a comment on it later. But that it is it's not it's kind of represented as oh, by the way, he loves him and and she loves her. You know, it's not like 
that's that's their thing they're gay you know it's just yeah yeah it's exactly. completely incidental to their you know characters and, and they're kind of the, what the, the the things that make them interesting yeah and you've got floofty fizzlebean who's the brother of snorpy and uh, kind of a, a biologist uh, but he's interested in uh, the effects of eating bug snacks um, and what they do to you and whether you, whether you become a bug snack if you eat too many and that kind of thing but he's very rude and everyone hates him basically and then you've got Shelda who uh, I really liked because she's like a spiritual kind of grumpus who's gone to exile herself into the, the wilderness into the desert wilderness um, and she's kind of all this mystical thing she doesn't believe you should eat bug snacks but she clearly does when no one's looking <laughs> <laughs> And then she, she'll say something really kind of, she'll she use metaphors and she'll say something really mystical. And I love the bit where uh, she says, he, uh, the, as a journalist, you you get to interview them. Once they come back to Snacksburg, you interview them. Um, and and you ask, what, why did you come to, Sna- to um, Snacktooth Island? And she says something, I can't remember what she says, something like, um, Oh, that it was like the, the fate that brought me to it. something mystical like that, and and he said, and then she, then she says, uh, "I want it in a raffle." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there's these moments where she'll talk all mystical, and then she'll talk normally, and it's just it's really really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got Doctor Eggerbell Batternugget, who is Lisbeth's girlfriend, but she's uh, she's a real warrior. She battles with depression, low self esteem, but she's got you know strong determination to find. Out what happened to Lisbeth and then Lisbeth herself which is you meet her at the end but we'll say no more about it you see her yeah. well you do see her at, at the very beginning in the video she's quite like she's got an Australian kind of accent she's quite she's an explorer she's you know very passionate about the bug snacks um, well, it's basically Elizabeth Elizabeth and Agabel, uh they become sort of the driving force of the, the story yeah, aren't they find you out know, what happened to find them find out what happened to them where they've gone and you know yeah that's right um and yeah this these characters i can't get over how good these characters are it, it really it kind of if i were to compare it to a previous game we've looked at i would probably pick ghost trick completely different oh, kind I of game see that. Yeah, yeah but similar to that the the mechanics of that were great but the thing that really drove me for that was the story and the characters it's the story and character and it's exactly. exactly the same with this as well uh, it's, it, the, the catching of bug snacks is almost kind of like a thing you do just to uh, find out what's find out what's happened yeah yeah. i mean it's it it is interesting in itself and we'll cover it in a sec but um yeah so any other thoughts on the the characters and the story and things like that no not particularly just to reiterate how how great they all are Mm. really and i love there's loads of i love the like little details like um Philbo, um, they've each of the, all the the um, the Grumpuses. They've got their own little hut on the island. Yeah. Um, on in Snacksburg, and you can sort of pop in there because they go to sleep at night, and you can go in there. They're lying on the beds and things. So they they've got their own little lives that they go about while yeah, they're sort of, off doing other things. Yeah, they've got certain routines and things sometimes, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. But Philbo is the mayor of Snacksburg, yes. and he wears like a little mayor sash mm. that he's made himself, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you go into his house, um, out the back he's got like a row of mayor sashes. <laughs> oh, really? <on> the washing <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, I love that. I never noticed that. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's just, I love little details like that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's brilliant. I must admit, I kept getting lost around Snacksburg. I kept trying to, it's quite a small area. There's only, you know, however many characters I just 
just read out there they've only got one hut each but i kept getting lost trying to find yeah, I did places well. yeah because they all kind of look the same from the outside but yeah so you start snacksburg is the kind of the center point and there's various different areas surrounding it there's like a you know a flavor falls it's just like a nice green area you've got the beach you've got uh, the sand you've got the desert a kind of canyon kind of area um and then you've got mountains and things like that lots of different types of bug snacks in each and then you've got various tools at your disposal which you'll get as you progress through the game uh, from the different characters and things in order to catch them. There's not that many different ways to catch things, I wouldn't say. Not but really. sometimes you have to combine them in interesting ways. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes it felt a bit like I was fudging it a bit. Like sometimes, you know, bit, I yeah. felt like, I don't know if this how is it... I don't know if this is how I'm supposed to be catching this. I feel like I'm just kind of brute forcing it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, there's a physics engine behind it, which drives a lot of the catching sometimes. Mm. So you've got a basic kind of trap, which will catch small bug snacks if they happen to go in. So you'll wander around, and all, all the bugs, bug snacks will be usually walk, wandering around in set patterns, when they're like a set circle or a set kind of shape that they go around, and you can scan them and you can see that pattern. Yeah. So you know where to place the trap, and you need to hide yourself, because if they see you, they'll hide in the bush, quite a lot of them. Or some of the bigger ones will start, try to attack you. And then you, so you've got the basic trap, you've got, uh, what else have you got? You've got the launch pad, which you can use to send the trap into the air to catch flying ones, for example. Um, you've got the buggy ball, which is quite nice. It's like, that's a little strabby that's in a ball that you can direct with like a laser yeah. pen. And you can coat him with different things like sauces. Yes, and you've got a slingshot which you can get. You can get sauces for, and you can you can splat sort of anything really. You can splat a bug snack, and different bug snacks will like different types of sauces. So if you want to lure a, sna- a bug snack away from their set area into somewhere else, you you can splat your little buggy ball and drive him over near the bug snack, and he'll draw him away. So there's interesting things like that. There's like a grapple hook. Um, a trip shot, which will will um, you sort of lay out, and it will kind of a sort of temporarily, dis- yeah, temporarily like sort of stun whichever bug snack walks into it. Yeah, so there's yeah, a lot of them kind of will will work with only one of those. Sometimes you need to use a combination of them. But yeah, it's, uh, there's there's some interesting stuff to do there. Yeah, and it, like sometimes like there's sort of an elemental factor to it as well isn't there because some of the some Ooh. of the bug snacks will be um icy and they'll freeze yeah. up the trap if you try and you know catch them so you have to warm them up somehow first or you yeah. know conversely there'll be ones that are on fire and if you try and catch them it'll just set the, the trap on fire so you have to try and put the fire out and then catch them and there's there's lots of, yeah. sort of different layers to it as well well sometimes you even have to lure them into each other yes. as well so the fire and the, the ice cancel each other out and then you can catch them you've got ones that will are made up of multiple snacks as well don't they don't you so you've got the um what's it called the scoopy banoopy like that gave a, me so much trouble honestly yeah it's a bit like a banana split um and it's made up of like a strabby and a banana all sorts of different bug snacks in it the other one that gave me trouble was is it picantis yeah praying picantis i must admit i didn't catch all of them because i didn't do all the side quests did you all do all the side i thought i did i thought i did all the side quests but i didn't i didn't unlock the achievement for it so i've missed something along the line so but i in the the little diary that you get that tracks your progress all Mm. everything's ticked so i don't know what i've missed okay um Hmm. 
sorry, I'm not sure what's going on there. So, yeah, I can't I can't say that I I did all the side quests, but I thought I did. Yeah. Well, some of the side quests will get you to tackle some of the bigger and tougher yeah. bug snacks, and including the, the there's four legendary bug snacks yeah. there that are basically the closest thing that this game has to bosses, basically. So that, that you'll have to take various strategies to kind of break them up a bit and kind of go through them. I only faced one of those. The um the big the big long by the beach that the one that oh uh, oh the um I forgot what it's mega mega moki yeah mega yeah something like that yeah yeah it's like a giant sushi creature like made up of loads of little sushi rolls yes that's right yeah yeah so that's that's that really I mean it's it it's fun but if it if the game were just about that I think I would probably not have seen it to completion what 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 do you think because it's yeah probably i can't really pick holes in it but there's just something something a little bit limited yeah i about i think it, you're probably I right can't put my finger thinking on. about it yeah if you if it weren't for the characters and you know mm. how well written they were and how likable they were i'm mm. not sure what the motivation would be you know the 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 basic sort of catching mechanics of, of the bug stacks. I don't think there's quite enough there to carry the game on its own. No. So yeah, I, no. I, I think I'd, I'd share that opinion. I think it, yeah, yeah, it's the characters. Can be we said it's the characters that make it really. Yeah, definitely. It's nice music, nice kind of um, synthy, kind of relaxing music. It gives the whole game a quite, quite a relaxing vibe. When most of the time you're just sort of having conversations with people and catching bug snacks. There's no real kind of, there's not a lot of peril in the game no. in terms of like deaths and health and stuff. You don't even have a health bar. No, no if you, you know, get self-fire, you, worst... you just wobble about for a bit and then you're okay. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of about discovery. It's about kind of trial and error. Um, and yeah, it's, there's a relaxed feel to the gameplay and, you know, the, the level of peril, I think. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of, uh, quite a bit of trial and error involved in working out how to catch certain bug snacks. I think, mm. you know, if that, you've got to be prepared to be really stumped to, on how you get some yeah. of them. And, you know, it is, some of them, unless you look up a guide, it does feel a bit like you're just trying everything until you stumble upon the right solution. Yeah, some of the tough yeah, ones. Yeah, some of the yeah, tough definitely. ones. So I, I would bear that in mind. If that kind of thing frustrates you, um, I, you know, there's no shame in looking up a guide to get some of the the, the more difficult I, ones. I, I did a couple yeah, of times, yeah, well. just because I was running out of time and I needed to. I wanted, to, I really wanted to see the ending, yeah. and uh, I'm glad I did because it does. We don't. Want, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, obviously, because but it is worth sticking around for because it will. It will change the way you looked. <laughs> on the game yeah on the previous events of the game yes. kind of won't it yes like it, the the tone differs considerably yeah it's it's it, quite dark <laughs> it's it's quite dark it's quite jarring yeah, it like i wasn't quite sure what to make i don't sure if i liked it or not as a as a decision to go down i got so it, yeah we can't yeah, we we always run into this problem we really yeah. uh, we can't tell I you i really want to talk about can't it tell but, you yeah. <laughs> but it does it does recontextualize the whole game and it does. i don't know whether it was yeah. intentional or on purpose i given everything else in the game i think it's on purpose but it actually 
changes the meaning of the theme song as well. There's a particular line in the theme yeah, song that, that, that makes yeah. a lot more sense, and you think, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. oh, I see. Yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah, I, I, it's the kind of thing that could be intentional, but could just as easily just be a lyric, and just and it's like, oh yeah, that could yeah. mean that, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I'm, is there anything else to say? About, I mean, I like the interview mechanic, the way that you've you've got to piece together all these clues from what people tell you as you draw them back to Snacksburg. You kind of interview them um, as a journalist, and you ask them what bring, what brought them to the islands, what they know about um, Lisbeth and um, where she went and they'll give you like little hints about oh I saw her on the mountain or I saw her over there um, and you know there there was this relationship between this person and this person and you kind of piece things together and it kind of keeps the track of it in your little book journal thing um, and I quite like that there's an extra element to the game there's like a detective kind of element to it I quite like yeah yeah um it's just a neat way of of giving you a bit of you know filling out the plot without just yeah, you know, it makes you feel more involved in it rather than just watching a cutscene and seeing it all play out. You know, you just feel like you're, yes. you feel more like you're discovering it as you go along, which is quite nice. Yes, because by the time you get to Eggbell, you have to you have to take some of those bits that you learn from other people, some of the things you found, and, and actually piece them together and go and find other yeah. stuff that they've clued clued you in on. So it was yeah, um, that was quite. Sort of rewarding, yeah. Right? So, if you haven't been interviewing people and you haven't been sort of paying attention, mm. you, you're gonna have, yeah, it's gonna make that a bit difficult. Um, yeah, I suppose you, you could, if you were just exploring everything, you could find a bit some pieces just on accident, but oh, yeah, you know, of course, you could. It's not a huge, the world it's is not, not that huge, big, I would is it? say. No. No, like there's there's different areas. I, I think there's about seven or eight, may, maybe different areas, and then you they're not they don't go on for miles. You know, you could walk around them without spending too much time doing so. Did you get the good ending or the bad ending? Well, I got because I don't. I think there are varying degree. I don't. We're going to struggle to talk about it, but there are varying degrees of of ending. I think depending on. I can't talk about it, but I just, so yeah, I can I, I, I don't know is my answer to that question. <laughs> I just know when I completed it, I got an mm. achievement that in you know the achievement indicated that things could have gone a very different way. I'll put it that mm. way. Mm. Well, I read up on it, and it, it, it's not that different. You kind of get the same ending. It's just how the characters reflect upon it is what changes. Um, how that influences what is what you did in the last few minutes of the gameplay. Okay. Basically. So it's not like you didn't get these quests or you didn't do all of these things throughout the whole game. It comes down to what you did at the very end of the game. Okay. Hmm. Well, we'll maybe we'll maybe talk about that afterwards because it's hard to do it without well, spoiling. But it's, it really is. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering for the games like this, maybe we should not do it in a separate episode or anything because we've talked about this before and we don't want people to accidentally hear it but maybe just release a little download clip on on twitter and stuff that's just like the the, the after discussion that's, about it where yeah. it's, it, it's for people who have played the game and that's not a bad idea actually yeah yeah so we'll, we'll talk a little bit after the show and we'll yeah we'll, we'll if you know we'll, we'll put it out there just as a little 10 minute thing you know so yeah, I mean, uh, unless there's anything else you want to say about it, I think we've covered it quite well there. Um, no, I, I, no, I think I think we, we we covered it. I I really enjoyed it. It wasn't the game, like yeah. I say, it, it surprised me in a good way. Um, me too. Yeah, I was expecting to enjoy it because um, mm. it 
I loved the trailer when it came out. I thought that was it looked like it was going to be great fun. It looked quirky and interesting. Um, I expected to enjoy it, but it was a completely different game to what I expected. But I I loved yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. I, I me too. I, I I was as I said already. I was really drawn in by the characters in particular. Um, I kind of read a, uh, or saw a, a video review of it, so I knew that the, there was a certain amount of depth and uh, likability like, like to the characters. But um, uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised by how much that resonated with me, definitely, and uh, you know, and how much I wanted to know what's going to happen. You know, so it, it, it's one of those games where the story and the characters really kind of impact you. It's not just like kind of generic characters don't have anything interesting to say and like so many games have you know this is this is really well written well voiced stuff so it's it's that that drives the game for me the bug stacks themselves and the catching mechanics were fun but i don't as i said before it wasn't it wasn't that that i ended up loving in the end that was just kind of a a thing that happens in the game and draws it all together but yeah it's um very good. i haven't been really on good. the young horses website but if they don't sell a Gramble, giggle, funny, strabby hat in their merch store. This is a trick because I'd, I'd buy, I'd buy, I'd buy one for every day of the week. Yeah, and and well, I mean, the market for like little plushies of of the bug snacks as well. I mean, oh, just, imagine like if, with like the detachable arms, and you could put on different. Yeah. Oh. oh what the grumpus is like the the, the yeah, yeah you could put little different things. That's yeah, a great like idea, a, like, yeah. like a Mr. Potato Head. But a grumpus, mm. and you can put on like different, put, like a carrot on the nose and the melon on the other. Yeah. Oh, contact us, guys. Well, it, if they haven't made this game with, with sort of licensing in mind, then they, they certainly, that's certainly a happy coincidence that, that it, 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 it lends itself very well to like products oh, and it things, does, doesn't it? It really does. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, get working on it. Get working on it, yeah. So we've got a couple of comments, as I alluded to mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, from our friend Dominoid. A great game that gets so much right. For me, I especially like that there's LGBT representation and it's not the only thing that the characters concerned are about, i.e. they have defined character traits that aren't just I'm the gay one in it. Which is, yeah, what I meant, well, I, I basically nicked his comment earlier. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very true. It's, um, it's, it's a good representation of that, yeah. Um, and Adam Heard, at Heard a Noise, if you want opinions, come here. I was the hype train for Bug Snacks, and let me tell you, it met the hype for me at least. Fantastic game, maybe my game of the year last year. So um, yeah, thanks very much, guys. That was uh, that's great for you to get in touch. Um, completely agree. Brilliant. I did have a bit of a problem with Agabel, um, just because I I kept forgetting her name. I kept in my head, I just kept calling her Egbert, um, Egbert which was yeah. he was a little egg on um, Button Moon. Did you ever watch Button Moon? Uh no. Ah, he's a, yeah, he's a he's a little mm. little funny creature on Button Moon. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. You never watch Button Moon, where all no, I don't think so. I know of it. I've heard the name, but Mr. and I know Spoon. the theme tune. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, I know the theme tune, but I, I I must have seen it, but I can't remember. Is that the kind of show that was before our time but happened to just be replayed while we were kids or was it Oh no, I no, no, I think that was we a, I, no, I think we were we were prime button moon oh, material. Yeah. What was it what what was it about? It button. was just like we're a, going on a tangent but they were they were like all made of bean tins and stuff and like what some of them were spoons and they just knocked about on a on a planet and sometimes they go off to 
to the moon, which was Button Moon, and he'd mm. climb in like a wash nut bottle, and then blast off, and Egbert was there, and it's very strange, very strange. Yeah, I don't, I've, I've no recollection of watching that. It's well overdue a, a gritty reboot, I think. Yeah, a gritty re- <laughs> reboot, yeah. <laughs> a gritty DC Universe style reboot <laughs> of Button Moon. <laughs> yes, okay, fair enough. So uh, next month, what are we playing? Um, you have Xbox or PS3, remind me. Uh, Xbox 360. Xbox. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, we're going to be playing, it's going to be an adults-only edition. Um, oh, okay. As, I, as I've checked with you, it's going to, just a, a content warning, it's a game that features innuendos, gore, violence, bad language. Oh my. It's, it's, oof, it's a spicy one. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be playing Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay, I I've never heard of this game until the other day where I heard of it. <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> but I can't remember the context of what I heard. I just remember someone either on Twitter or maybe I read something somewhere mentioning Lollipop Chainsaw, and I and I remember it sounding thinking it sounded oh well, that sounds interesting, but I can't remember anything about it whatsoever other than its name. Okay, so, good, um, good. Please, I won't tell you too much about it. Um, okay. But basically, uh, you are a cheerleader, and you are born into a family of zombie hunters. Mm. Zombies invade the town, uh, so you've got mm. to take your, your trusty chainsaw and dance around to various lovely music, um, chopping up zombies. Uh, okay. There's a bit more to it than that. Some really, yeah. uh, some really sort of inventive boss battles, and uh, it's got a, I, I, a humorous subjective, but I think it's a very funny game. Um, okay. So I, I, th- I think we'll have, I think we'll have fun with it. All right, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, because um, when you said it's going to be kind of, you know, <laughs> what you just described, that adult and bloody and gory, I thought, oh, what, what the hell has he picked here? It yeah. sounds. Uh, it sounds it sounds very unpodum uppy, but that um, the way you, no, that I see what I, from what you described there, I see what you what you've been going for. Yeah, yeah ju- ju- just to give you a little sampling taste, there's a, there's a stage in the game where you're running over a field of zombies in a combine harvester to the to the theme tune of um, uh, you spin me right round by Dead or Alive. You spin me right round. Right. I thought you were going to say. Um, I've got a brand new combine harvester, oh, no. by the way. Oh, that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's just, it's absolutely bonkers, and I love it. So, um, yeah, I think there, sh- there should be enough there for us to talk about, you know, whether we whether you love it or hate it. Um, there should be enough to give us some some good talking materials. Mm. Excellent. Okay, I'll look forward to that. Cool. So, you can catch us on Twitter, at Podemup. Uh, you can email us podumup at gmail.com and podumup.live is our little website and twitch.tv slash podumup yeah. is the Twitch one, which well, I haven't uh, streamed much in a while, but um, I won't be able to stream this actually, but I'll stream some in at some point, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, one day I'll do a bit of uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah, you keep, you keep uh, teasing this almost every month, yeah. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be worth the wait. Yeah. But, um, so uh, I've been uh, Ollie Poddle Flip, and you've been Tibbs. Tibbs uh, Ticklebean. Ticklebean, brilliant. And you've been listening to Podem Up. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Heavenly sword. And if the room is not complete baloney, then it's the story of the century. So grab a journal, listen up, and make some new friends to solve the mystery. An expedition, 13 strong of grumpuses, who all set off seeking out a better life on Snap Tooth Island. They did find a tasty quest. To fill the hole that many feel inside their soul Venture deep to reach the truth And maybe you'll learn something too You might think it sounds impossible Till you've seen a sandwich climb a Thank you. 